20. Yo, everybody, what is up? Welcome back to the After Sparty. My name is Chunky. Yeah, I'm joined by my co-host, the one and only Sparty HD with a Z. You can find him over on Twitch at Sparty HDZ. And you can find me there as well at Chunky underscore underscore. My Twitter is underscore 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 Chunky. And his is, you know, Sparty HDZ. Um, this is episode 10. We got a banger of an episode for you guys today super stoked uh but before we get into that what is what's going on nate yo what's going on buddy we uh we chilling we chilling it's another day it's the final episode before we go on our little hiatus um super stoked we're basically but you know so so firstly before we begin if you're not into video games this is not the episode to be listening to okay i repeat this is not the one this is not (laughs) the one because we have a very big well not a big star with us he's just a normal guy i don't even know why people fucking right say it like that but uh over here fangirling but yeah, yeah 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 but uh we are actually gonna get right into the festivities so uh Let's do it. Everybody, yeah. if we could uh, all give a welcome to Sora Zephy. You can follow him over on Twitch at Zephy. And you can follow him over at Twitter at Sora Zephy. How's it going, bud? Yo, yo, yo. What up? <clears throat> What's going on, man? We, uh, How you guys doing? We're doing great. Appreciate you uh, taking the time out of your evening to come over on the show, man. It's really... Yeah, of course. means a lot. means a lot. Real. Um, so, this is going to be your first time on our show. I'm going to... I'm going to give you a rundown uh, where we kind of left off last week. Um, I was talking about, or we were talking about, the evolution of gaming and how far it has come as a whole. Because when we were were younger, man, what our parents always say, you're not going to get anywhere doing that. Exactly. That's true. Here we we are, God knows how many years later, and, uh, you know, it's it's the spectacle now. Gaming is a sport. You know, kids are playing for millions of dollars. Not only just playing for millions of dollars, people also like yourself who are uh, streaming all the time. You know, make, yeah. making money off of it. Um, where, where, uh, where do you where, think this really took off, man? Are you saying like in terms of how the gaming community went, or the yeah, conversation? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> not, not, not the conversation. The gaming community. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Um, I, I think it like it, it definitely peaked over the years and I think like it was something that was on the uprise and a lot of people doubted it, but there was the people that like the bigger creators that were um I would I guess you could say monetized on the platform that were kinda setting a, a pathway for other upcoming creators that wanted to, to take a part of it and within that as people were growing up, like it makes sense to like to have these Young creators, are, you know, that are 12, 13, 14, you know, like that are making millions off Fortnite, Call of Duty or whatever. And it, it just it's just multiplying. So I think it's like it's going to be bigger than what it is now. Like every year, it's just going to get bigger and bigger and bigger. But like, I feel like the demand of of content for gaming is just going to get a lot harder. And, and I, th- I think it is, too, if we're being honest, especially the past year since we, uh, you know, the whole pandemic and 
everything going on. Everybody's yeah. doing it. Well, not everybody's doing it, but a lot of people are. I mean, there's nothing else to do except do it, you know? Exactly. <laughs> so, and now we're at a point where it it's hard to find content that's that separates somebody from everything else. Like, you got your whole chili gig going on, you know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> <we're gang>. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, as mentioned, you're part of SOAR. Um, you mm. were in Obey, correct? Yeah, that was... Uh, many, many years uh, ago. Yeah, four years ago, three, four years ago. And you, so you've been you've been in this community for mm, long longer than seven years for sure. Yeah. <laughs> um, what what do you think? Our our sniping community used to be something godly, dude. Like <laughs> out of this world. It like the demand for for players was crazy, and I mean now it still is, but mainly for smaller teams. Mm-hmm. Um, I went brain dead. I forgot literally what I was just gonna say. <laughs> what do you think killed it? I mean, it, I don't think it's. I don't think it got killed. That, that's not where I was going with it. I just think the toxicity level from then to now is at an outstanding high. I don't think it's dead by by any well, means. But I mean, you don't see montages around anymore, or near as frequent. There, there's actually as... a lot of factors that come into that because, like, I, I heard people say, like, "Oh, it's it's." I heard it's dead now. It's more toxic, or it's less toxic. Um. And to be honest, like, I think it's uh, less toxic. I think back in the day, you know, you were able to have no filters on Twitter and you can say whatever you want without getting punished, without getting your account suspended, without getting, you know, an FBI sent to your house or, or whatever. Uh, there was people out there that were doxing people, finding out where, what school they go to, uh, getting their, their school swatted or their house swatted. I mean, there's still people now, but I think like it's it's a lot less now, and I think a lot of people are growing up and understanding like you know this is kind of a waste of time, like, and they're just better off to just kind of just hang out with the Sami community and just have fun. Like, I don't think people now are um are are having an all time high ego as compared to back then, because back then, yeah, the Sami community was really really big. Like, it was I think we ran Twitter a hundred percent. Um, but <clears throat> I think what like slimmed it down was that as as things go on, you, you tend to reach like a peaking point with like the standard of of content, right? And you can't really get any higher when it comes to clips. So I think that all the people that were sniping and not going anywhere with it were growing up, and as they were growing up, you know, they realized, okay, I can't make money off of a five on, I can't make money off of a six on or a montage, whatever. So at that time. A lot of people ended up quitting. Uh, a lot of people didn't like the newer CODs. People weren't able to adjust. Um, and the new generation was stepping in. And we weren't able to recycle until, I want to say, in the beginning of either BO3 or I would say BO4. More towards Modern Warfare. Like now you see a lot more people on Modern Warfare compared to like other CODs. Like <clears throat> I met so many people on Modern Warfare and they didn't even know anything about like mw2 era they didn't live that they weren't there for it so like like if you ask me like yeah how, how different was the bo2 era and the mw2 era compared to now oh no not not a single soul would be standing a chance against the bo2 era it was so toxic it was insane that was literally my favorite era was getting into an mw2 lobby and just hearing nothing like there was an instagram post i saw not too long ago where it's just it said kids today would never survive in an, in an MW2 lobby. And it's just everybody yelling, talking crap. Like, that's what I grew up on. Like, I think that's yeah, what, what made 
our generation so hard is because, you know, like that's what we were yelling at each other at three o'clock in the morning while our mom's in the other room trying to sleep, you know? <laughs> yeah. Mm. But I also think that like, um, it's hard to welcome people to the community when people are being toxic. So that's why it was kind of hard to recycle. So it's now it's, I don't know if you guys noticed, I've noticed myself like big creators such as face kitty, um, agony, you know, Pomage, you know, like the big guys, you know, top dogs on the side community. Um, and there's a lot more I can name. They're, they're the ones that are recycling the community with like, with the YouTube algorithm and having people to find their videos to recommend it. So then now the casuals are being introduced to sniping. Like, like you go in the lobby, no doubt in my mind, someone already knows like the name phase and sniping and whatnot, like shit like that. So back then we didn't really have the ability to do that because we couldn't figure out how the YouTube algorithm works. So now with, now we know. You can you can notice like like there's people out there that don't even know the the terms of a clip right you you won't hear quad headshot you won't hear a five on like if you do they're probably like misunderstanding what it means like they'll be like oh I hit a I, I hit a a nine on like motherfucker the kill fee doesn't even go up to nine kills like what the fuck but if they, what they mean is nine kills in a row yeah, but they just don't understand the term of it so like that's when you know we're recycling right now that's uh right. that's this guy right here this uh junkie guy that that's how he sees it hey bro i got a five <laughs> on the other day with a knife okay i did i did pretty good i'm, I'm you know, <laughs> sign me up bro i'm the next knifing legend no i'm just really suck at this game. um and, and it, you know and there's there's certain people like uh for example face scope you know just got yeah, it in scope, the face congratulations sure. man um you know, the, pushing the limits. You know what I mean? And yeah. uh, that 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 algorithm, like he he did it best. And like, not only did he do it best, like he grinded. He fucking worked hard. He did everything possible. He made it. Congratulations to him. For sure. Um, but yeah, man, it's it, it's crazy. Like, cause I'm I'm old. You know what I mean? I'm thick. Yeah. <laughs> How are you? I'm thirty. I have. Okay. I have. I was going through a rough time in life when I was younger and like the Call of Duty community was like where it was at for me. And uh like I've I've been in it since, don't get me wrong, but I'm not as involved in it now as I was then. Now I just lead a team and I just uh you know, occasional one episode every year or two. You know? <laughs> <laughs> but I mean it's it's way different now, man. I don't and not not even just like the montage thing like streaming as a whole is way different now because now you got like like on twitch man it's hard it's hard for a smaller person to to really get viewed or noticed because of the demand for content on twitch you got millions of people streaming you know what i mean yep yep um what Ultimately, what was the easiest way for, I mean, if you want to give advice, you know, to anybody mm -hmm. listening, what was the easiest way for you to actually begin to pick up speed and start rolling on Twitch? Or was it just something that built, you know, over your name and your legacy over so many years? Like what kind of got me on a roll, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What, what, so, what got you doing it as like a habit and not just something to do? um it honestly just started off with me messing around like i was just i always loved experimenting when i was younger um when it comes to like when it came to like content so i saw people streaming on twitch right so i saw it on my timeline on twitter or i would see it on youtube people kind of like shout it out like for example optic jewel if you guys remember her yes. she she streamed on twitch and i was like she was one of my first five like people i followed on the platform 
I was like, oh, this is cool. Like, I, I've known about it, but I never got into it because, like, one, I was, like, 13 at the time. And two, I didn't have a good internet. I didn't have the equipment. So I was just, like, you know, just chilling on the platform, just, you know, just chilling, whatever. And then years go by. Um, I'm trying to make content on YouTube. I'm getting better at it. Um, and then suddenly I'm like, I wonder if I can stream. You know, I, I kind of want to try it out. I, I, I also saw Gwit streaming, and I saw um, my friend Didi. He was streaming. And... I was like, man, like, th this looks dope. Like, I kind of want to try this. Like, uh, this is uh, something that I could, I don't know, maybe be good at. I, I don't know until I try. So I, I started streaming. I wanted to show off my gameplay because I was like, man, I can get some dope free-for-all gameplays. Like, I get under, like, five deaths, 30 kills. Why not, right? So I started off with, like, one viewer. Like, literally just me and Nightbot. I was like, dope. Like, hell yeah. Like, someone's going to pull up eventually. Like, I was, just, I was hoping someone would pull up. I would tweet it out. No one would pull up. And then eventually... Um, there was two people that came on, came by and then three people. And all of a sudden five viewers, I was like, okay, cool. And all of a sudden a month later, 10 viewers, I was like, oh shit, double digits. Like, that's crazy. And then all of a sudden I got to 20 and I'm like averaging 20 and then it just kept going and going and going. But like the, the thing that kept me going to keep streaming was to have fun with it and like try something new. But keep in mind, like I started streaming around 20... 2015 towards the end of the year somewhere like that and i had like shitty internet and then i upgraded and i started streaming more um but i i just remember like someone called me out streaming because for money and i was like dude i started streaming before affiliate was a thing before you can even make a single dollar on the damn platform right. i did it because i wanted to have fun like that, that that it looked dope to me and i was like fuck yeah i want to show off my gameplay why not like that's why i want to do youtube in the first place right to, mm -hmm. to just showcase my shit and then be able to look back and be like oh i did that like that's dope that's awesome yeah. No, oh, yeah. You guys, 2021. Go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry. No, go ahead. No, no, no. 2021. Was, no, no. I was just gonna. I was just gonna bask in self glory of of his end and be like, and now here we are, 2021, 26 point something followers. You know, 26.1k right, followers. Just grinding it out, making it work, man. Yes, How many of 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 those do you think? Um, how many, how many of those followers do you think came over the span? Because like, I know a lot of, like you said, a lot of um, downside to, to starting streaming is that you only have one to two people if that show up. And there's tons of people right now on the list that have zero. Mm -hmm. what, what do you think drew those people to your Twitch? Um, I want to say a lot of it was from, I mean, what I basically produce is like sniping, right? So like people usually come by for sniping content. Mm -hmm. um and so within that uh a lot of people at least back in the day when i was playing one over two uh they came by because they wanted to see one over two content so like oh just one over two this guy's streaming one over two he's you know dropping high heel games i'm gonna draw a follow and then after a while they're like ah he's playing the new cause i don't want to watch any new cause right so half my following is like dead the other yeah. half is like playing you know some new cods some are just dropping follow because I don't know, they just want to follow many streams so they can just stop by, whatever. Um, but yeah, like I'd say majority of it come from my content, like for the sniping stuff. I don't think anyone comes by for like the game itself. I, I doubt it. Oh, for sure, for sure. And that's the thing, like... Unless it's one over two. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, like, that's that's definitely the thing is like, I think uh, the face cam feature is what really brings more attention to a stream. Because people are, I think people are there more for the interaction with you than they are for the interaction with the game. Yep. yep. And uh, that's that's where I kind of screwed up when I started streaming. I mean, 
I I'm nowhere near as big. I only have 350 followers. Uh, mm. And all the oil of them are in the chat right now talking about the Browns and Steelers for some reason. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but I mean, like, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, like it's people have have also kind of learned, man, that like, and I'm guilty of it too. Like putting your Twitch name in your uh, your gamer tag or your name or. And I think nowadays that also kind of helps, but I also feel like that brings like a negativity to your channel a lot more. I mean, it, it could back, it could definitely backfire, but also could do good depending on how you present yourself. I think if you have it, I mean, I used to have like YouTube in my name on Modern Warfare. Um, that was before I hit 10K on YouTube. And I was like, all right, as soon as I hit 10K, I'm going to take it out and not have, I think it was 10K, I think, or it might have been a little bit later than that. Um, and I was like, I'm not going to wrap it because like, if you're party up with like a, a big content creator, right? They're like, okay, this guy is probably just trying to promote his Twitch or YouTube on my stream or YouTube video and just have, get, you know, get leached off of 20, 30, 40 viewers or whatever, or however amount. And in my head, I'm like, that's not what I want to do. You know what I mean? Like, that's why it was kind of hard for me to collab with other people because I felt like I was giving off that like intention. Mm, so. Yeah, it's in my name, but my real intention, you know, my only intention is to hop in a game by myself and out of those, you know, 11 people out of the 12, you know, because 66 or, you know, whatever amount of people in the lobby would be like, oh, this guy has a YouTube. I'm gonna go check it out. You know, I, I like that. That was the goal. Like at least get maybe 10, 10, 20 people uh, in, in a day to, to come out of my YouTube channel just because they faced against me on a Call of Duty game and to be like, you know what, this guy's nasty. I'm gonna go check him out. Like that was the goal, not to leech. Uh, uh-uh, hell no. I, I'm not a fan of that. Hmm. That's uh, as you started Sore, right? No, he was uh, an no, OB. No. He was an OB first, and he. I think he's the the manager. The manager, right? The manager. Yes. Uh, Call of Duty talent manager. Right on. How how does that go? Like, what are what are your day to day things on that? Can you explain that? Just because I'm, I'm old, so I have no idea what a, a YouTube talent manager does. Are you good? Um, well, how old are you, by the way? I'm only 31. 31? <laughs> Damn, I'm the youngin'. Yo, no, <laughs> this bitch is like 50. Don't let him lie to you, bro. I am not 50. <laughs> I swear to God. I'm oh, <laughs> hey, I, I ain't a judge. I ain't a judge. I'm going to get there probably someday, so <laughs> I don't blame you. I've been this long. <laughs> um, so, well, being a Call of Duty talent manager... Um, a day-to-day basis. I mean, for one, like I'm usually making my own content, but um, within the team itself, I always got to make sure that everything runs smoothly. Everyone's getting their their work done, their deliverables, their streams, um, and make sure they're putting on a good image for sore. Um, and also, if there's any social media content that I got to you know participate in, or not even me, or if talent, which talent is like basically the content creators that go under my wing, right? So like for example. I manage Call of Duty, so anyone that plays Call of Duty go under my wing, uh, essentially. Uh, if anyone that plays Fortnite, they would go under um, my the other talent manager, Medusa, Fortnite talent manager. They would go under his wing. Uh, same thing with um, with Valorant as well, or you know any other game. Um, and what you, our, our goal is to make sure that <clears throat> the talent is happy within the team. Uh, they're getting stuff done, and if they need any assistance, uh, to make sure to assist them and help them reach their purpose and their goals for their own self, for their own content and career. Right on. So you're just you're like you're just there to help everybody. Yeah, exactly. That's dope. 
I also like make sure that like social media, um, not just social media, but like the team itself when it comes to sponsorships, uh, that gets done as well. Gotcha. Yeah. Nate said you were in Obey first, right? Um, yeah, I was in Obey before Soar. Um, many, many many months ago. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, like four. I say like three to four years ago, but like before Obey, there was definitely other teams I was in. So, do you think being in those teams helped push your push your twitch to the stratosphere that it's in now uh some of it yes um obey for sure uh before obey was darth i i didn't meet a few people but darth was like more of like a sniping only team they didn't really push for streaming side of stuff at that time at least because it was like like this was the prime time of sniper showdown and that's what everyone was like really really focused on so um yeah i i'd say soar's the, the one that really helped out my streams, obey second and then third probably Darth. Shout um, out Darth Meow. I know you fucking listen to this fucking stream. I appreciate you teaching yeah. me how to edit. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> right on. But yeah, the, I yeah I'd say like decent amount. Um, the smaller teams not much because I think I didn't stream as consistent as I wanted to because my internet it's just always been ass. So but yeah, I, I'd say decent amount. Well, I mean, story of my life right there with shitty internet. <laughs> yeah, you should, this guy's mic cuts out during every podcast. I don't my know what the mic, fuck the problem man, is. <laughs> I can't be hearing you half the time. Well, I mean, now now we're we're in a time too where like content goes beyond YouTube and goes beyond Twitch. Now people are I don't know if you use TikTok, but TikTok's a huge platform right now for stuff like that. Um, you know, basically for myself because I do it. Um, <laughs> but I th- do you? I don't really know where I'm going with this. Do you feel that the the usage of TikTok actually uh, benefits in the end towards everything else when it comes to content creating? Yes. Uh, it depends. Um, if you don't like use the platform properly, it's kind of like. If you're not, it's like, it's like, how do you say this? It's like if you were to get a dog, right? And you were to have it essentially as a pet. But if you don't really like spend time with it, you're not really getting the love out of that dog. You don't, you know what I mean? You don't bounce back with the same energy. So when you're using the platform, you can, you know, get the, the love out of it, right? You can like, it, like as the, the opportunities are endless, but if you don't, then it's just like, then yeah, hundred percent is going to be a waste of time. Like. I mean, but that also applies on every other platform. But I would 100% say that, like, anybody that want to get into content creating, TikTok is, like, like the easiest thing to, to begin with, like, or just to start. Because it's it's 60 seconds. You have 60 seconds to, to make some sort of content that's entertaining. It gets on the For You page. It's really easy to make. Grabs a lot of people's attention. It's very easy to push. Next thing you know it, if you're, if you're really talented and people really fuck with your content, people will come by. Word, word. Do you do you use TikTok? Yeah, hundred percent. I I haven't been posting recently <laughs> though, but oh, dude, that that platform has helped me grow tremendously on on Twitch and and quite a bit on YouTube. Is your really? uh, is your TikTok at your name Sorzefi? Yeah. Uh, everybody can go follow his TikTok. Now, now you all know. <laughs> <laughs> of course, man. It's uh. It's hard to get people to come on a podcast. You know what I mean? And it's yeah, hard of to, course. 
like we could have brought you on and we could have talked about anything but i really want to talk about something that we can all relate to something that we can Mm -hmm. make a good conversation out of because that's where that's where a lot of podcasts fall apart like if i was to get somebody on here that wanted to talk about like let's say ptsd for example we can talk about that but i cannot relate to that you know what i mean i cannot I can't sit here and make a 30 minute conversation on that because I can't relate and I don't understand it, you know? Yeah, I feel you. So it's like, like, like basically anybody that has, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, like basically some similar interest. Yeah. 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 And you know, you've been in the community just as long as me, if not longer. Um, it's, it's a lot easier to get you on the show and us talk about this and be able to go for, we're at 25 minutes now. You know what I mean? Our shows right. are 30 to 35 minutes long. So it's it's a lot easier for us to do that. And that's why I really appreciate you coming on the show. I don't give a fuck what Chunky says. He's a piece of shit. So. Wow. <laughs> I I thought it was fun. Like, I, I enjoy hearing other people's perspectives, especially because, like, I can't snipe worth the shit. And so, like, hearing how everybody started out and fuck you, Kyle. And, uh... <laughs> Uh, sorry, this guy in chat said Chunky's a piece of shit. Uh, anyway, uh, hearing how they started out and where they came from, you know, that's the the grassroots of where it all comes from. It It's important to me. I like to figure that stuff out. Um, Hell yeah. I think that's like the best way to find improvement, like, is always understanding like how other people start. So that way, when you look at your own way of starting, you're like, oh, well, that's kind of similar on how I did it as well. Or like, you don't feel so bad. You're like, damn, I feel like I'm at a huge disadvantage. And then you hear someone else's story, you're like, damn, that's even worse. Like, and, but he pulled through, like, what do I got to have to, a, to an excuse right, about, right. you right? Like, he was, he had bad internet, and now he's sitting over here at 26,000, you know, followers, and, and I have okay internet, and I might just st- he made my still, bed. He might <laughs> still have bad internet, for all you know, but he puts out yeah, badass content. Yeah, I have bad internet. I mean, <laughs> it's not bad, but, like, it, I mean, it gets the job done. I, I, like, every day is, like, I'm rolling the dice, and if I don't land on a double, I'm fucked. Right. <laughs> and like it's it's important too because i know there's a lot of uh, our demographic it it ranges from people that sit at home all day and i'm sure there's tons of people out there that want to get going but they just don't know how and every time you ask someone like while they're streaming like how did you get started or do you have any tips for beginning streamers you know that you always get that same stock answer of oh just just push through it and you know do your thing but for someone to hear like your examples of how you started and made it to where you are i think it benefits yeah, I, I think for anyone starting out, it always needs to be just experimenting and having fun. Don't feel like you're going to be like, okay, within the first month of streaming, I'm going to make $500. Like, no, like that that's the worst of the worst, worst, worst way to go about it. Not even a single penny. Like, you should go in and be like, you know what? I'm not going to make jack shit out of this, but I'm going to have fun. Like, that's the first immediate mindset that everyone should step into. Right. See, I had an issue where uh, I would get nervous. You know what I mean? Like, oh, mm-hmm. man. Like, I got 10 followers, or I got 10 viewers at the moment. And then I'd start really getting nervous. I uh, I had to turn my viewership off, like, completely. So I don't know if I'm being watched or if I'm not, but I'm going to stream like I am all the time. Um, oh, yeah. It's, uh, it's a, a lot of people now are in it for, like, like you said, they're in it for the money. They're ego-driven, you know? And it... I think ultimately that's why they fail because they just don't, they don't get it. They're not enjoying themselves. They're not having fun. They're, they're just there to try to make a buck. And sometimes yeah. it's disgraceful. It's, 
especially to the people who, you know, like he said earlier, have zero viewers, and they're literally there just enjoying themselves and trying exactly. to have a good time. Speaking uh, of having a good time, I want to get your opinion real quick. SBMM, what do you think about it in the new <laughs> I, okay, so I hate it, but... I understand it for marketing, uh, marketing purposes. Because I actually thought about this yesterday. Actually, for a little bit, some time now. Um, he said, he and... said they're going to ask me about it, so I better think of an answer. <laughs> right. <laughs> he knew it was coming. No, no I'm going I'm to share you guys with, uh, with an interesting story about Skillbase matching and like, how people mm-hmm. um, should kind of intake it. So it, it's smart for long-term um, games, such as you know, Call of Duty, um, even for Fortnite, potentially. So, uh, and the reason why I say that is because anyone that's stepping into a game that's been around for many, 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 many years, when they go up against veterans, they don't stand a single chance. Like, if, if you picked up the controller today, you're like, you know what, I'm going to play Call of Duty, and all of a sudden you face up against me, and I'm smacking the shit out of you with a sniper, God forbid, dude, you're probably going to break your fucking controller because they're like, dude, what the fuck, like... What am I playing? Is this like a fucking kids game? You know what I mean? Like, you're like, like, isn't this supposed to be Call of Duty? I'm supposed to be getting outgunned. You know what I mean? So, in that perspective, I 100% understand because, like, I don't want to play a game and then I'm getting my ass whooped. Like, I mean, sure, right? Like, that's how we all started, but we all started like that because we were all learning together. Like, the community was growing fast. Like, like everyone hopped on Modern for Two at the same time, or everyone right. hopped on BO2 at the same time. So we're all learning together. We're not like. It's not like someone's been around for the beginning of the very first COD. Like, it wasn't as big as then. So, like, for someone like me, who's been around for since Modern Warfare 2, I can adapt and, and get used to the newer CODs very easily because I understand how spawns work. I understand the game modes. I understand how the maps are laid out. I know the game mechanics. I can pick up, uh, up on it faster than the casual player because, like, I, I played in competitive scenes. So, like, I understand why I should be punished. But at the same time, it sucks because me as a content creator, I got to make content. I got to make an impression for other people, right? I got to show off my skill sets, which can be frustrating. It really, really can be. But for a casual player, it makes sense because, I mean, not another, um, uh, I would say, I guess you could say evidence. Um, I've played uh, this, it, it, we, we were in a community, uh, it's called MW2 Simon Community, right? <clears throat> um, the competitive scene, sorry, competitive. And yes. this was, this is like a lunch table now, okay? Like, like right. you literally, you sit down in, in middle school, whatever, you know where the, 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 the jocks are at, the emo kids, the fucking, the, the regular kids, and then the fucking weirdos, and yeah, you know what I mean? Like, you just right. know who's who, right? That's, that's what's going on in the competitive Simon Community right now, because... Everyone in the competitive sniping community that was playing back in the day on one for two understand how hardpoint works, understand how headquarters, capture the flag, control, you know, these game modes. And for anyone to step into competitive sniping on, you know, on Call of Duty, they wouldn't be able to compete because at all, like, th- there's no, nobody for them to, like, have the satisfaction of getting a win, which is w- true, right? Like, like, oh, right. you shouldn't have a, 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 an easy participation trophy correct but like but then again you don't want to it's like it's like as a regular consecrator you don't want to step into the building where you're getting your ass fucking whoop no one wants to get their ass whooped they want to have some sort of chance to be able to fucking do something right like yeah challenge is great but at the same time being able to get easy kills is fun so it's kind of like you got to have a good mix um and 
competitive sniping it was big there was we had a uh youtube channel that had seventy four thousand subscribers and there was like thousands of people wanting to 2v2 3v3 4v4 and headquarters scrapyard and monitor for two or headquarters terminal or ctf on high rise right um and then the community died out because well for one no one was willing to jump on the new game and everyone kept going back to monitor for two because of how culture and how sick it just looked mm-hmm. and so as years went on the community started getting smaller and smaller and smaller. We tried welcoming more people. And as the new people stepped in, they were going against people that play like rats. Like I'm talking, they were beating the mechanics. They were head glitching, which is, I mean, that, that's just how the game is. You know, you got to play smart. But right. these guys were just not able to compete. So they're like, ah, this is kind of whatever, boring. No one really had a competitive drive. So, which is like, again, it's understandable why they put in skill-based matchmaking and with that like scenario and how that happened made me realize like like wow you know that makes sense why you add skill-based matchmaking because mw2 simon community died out because no one was welcomed into it because everyone was so advanced on on the spawns and whatnot like there's no there's no boundary or no opening for it that makes sense i i, I, I countless of people man i always see the pros now complaining about it and i always see everybody complaining about it and don't get me wrong i get pissed off about it i really do sometimes no i feel you I, then, I hate it as well but it's just then I marketing sit back purposes and think, yeah exactly and then i sit back and think though too like i used to i used to just pub stomp on kids you know what i mean i'd yeah. run into a lobby drop 100 kills maybe one death if i was lucky <laughs> and you know that'd be end of that'd be the end of it. But like like you said, there's a new generation coming into, like not just sniping community wise, just in general for Call of Duty. There's an, especially with you know Warzone being free now, you know that was a big step for Call of Duty. Um, oh yeah. But like these kids who've never played before, you know what I mean? Like I almost at my age now i almost feel bad like if i get in and i just destroy somebody who had no business being in that lobby to begin with and then <laughs> and then i feel bad because then i'm like oh man did they break their controller or are they crying did they just un- uninstall the game you know what i mean like i yeah, don't right. i don't want i don't want kids to have that experience i mean i do if i'm pissed at them but definitely not not right off the bat <laughs> well, there was like Billy Goat fifty seven that was what are they? They were they were handicapped and, and had like Down syndrome but they were playing Call of Duty and got nuked and it sent him into like the biggest rage ever. But some one of the content creators put it on his channel and showed off him dropping a nuke on a paraplegic person. It felt so bad for that kid. Like it sucks. I get yeah, why they like, have yeah, it. shit like shit like that too. That's and people who like to benefit off that stuff is it's disgusting. I don't Yeah, it is. I feel bad. But well, I understand. Zephy, we are about out of time. We appreciate you for joining us. Um, I know you probably had a lot more you could have done with your night. <laughs> uh, you good? You good? I, I could have kept going for another hour, but um, yeah, shit. <laughs> I, I have. I do have a Spotify limit, so I have to. Oh, okay, okay. I have to. I have to try and keep to that limit. You know what I mean? <laughs> I feel you. We'll have to come, have you come um, back next season. I do have. I do have like three or four more minutes that I can spare. Do you have any? Uh, motivational expressions or anything that you'd like to tell like i don't think i have younger listeners but if i do if they're trying to you know do what we do do you have any motivation for them um life is hard life (laughs) is always going to be hard and that's just how it is being an adult if you're in high school right now take advantage of it get get your schoolwork done in class as soon as you get home start grinding 
keep your head down. Um, that you will learn. You'll make a lot of mistakes. I made a shit ton. My God. But that's what makes you build as a person. So don't feel like you should fall off the edge or fall off the earth and, and punish yourself or be depressed about it because you're just a human being, just like myself. And we fuck up and we make mistakes. Just don't do anything fucking absolutely demonic like kill somebody. But, you know, if you if you tell a girl she's hot and, you're, and she feels really uncomfortable, just be like, hey, I didn't mean that. You know what I'm saying? Just own up to your shit and um, live and learn and, and live life to your fullest. Fucking A. That was very inspirational. Very. <laughs> well, everybody, I appreciate y'all for joining us on this episode. If you will all stick around, we will uh, shoot a small little raid somebody's way. Zephy, I appreciate you for taking the time out of your evening to join us. Um, yeah, thank you for featuring wait, me, man. I appreciate it. Everybody. One last question. Oh, shit. K- KFC PC, yes or no? Ah. <laughs> uh, I got to see it that. again. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I saw it. I was like... I, I don't know. I don't really have an opinion about it. I just thought I was kind of like, wow, that's that's kind of crazy. <laughs> I, I was like, I, I I told him I was going to ask. I was going to ask. I asked. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. <laughs> right on. Everybody, you can follow Zephy over on Twitter, at Zephy. You can follow him on Twitch, at Zephy, I believe. Yes. Um, you can follow him on TikTok, at Zephy. I Sorry. appreciate you, my dude, for being here and joining us. Um, you can follow Chunky on all socials at Chunky underscore underscore. You can follow the podcast at the After Sparty on Facebook and Twitter, and you can follow me on at Sparty HDZ. Ladies and gentlemen, I appreciate you joining us for this last episode of the podcast. We will be back in about a month, and uh, we'll have the new season rolling. I appreciate you all for coming. Y'all have a good evening. Bye, y'all. Let's go. Bye, bye. Oh, yeah. That was awesome. Thank you guys for uh, featuring me.